0: Love never (laughs) fails. If you are looking for an unfailing instrument, an unfailing key, just key into love. Love never fails. The first project in the world, in Genesis chapter 11, that project failed. They had everything ready. The human beings were ready. The materials were ready. Everything was okay. The only thing that was not in that project was the absence of love. They said let us make a name for ourselves. Anything that revolves around self is devoid of love. Maybe you don't understand what I'm saying before we pray and then I will bring the word. I read the story. It's almost unbelievable. They said some children gathered together and they said they wanted to give their mother a good celebration. Thank you for Thank God for the Abiko, that the children and the husband gave her a good celebration. They said they want to give their mother a good celebration for her birthday. Listen to what they did. Though. You will see lack of love in what they did. So they told their mother that morning. They said, Mommy, just, just relax. You don't need to wake up early this morning. Today is your birthday. So the women also relaxed. They went to the kitchen and they cooked food. After preparing very delicious food, they came to the dining And they served themselves. Everyone has a portion. There was none for the celebrant. And then they went and invited her from the bedroom. They said, we want to sing birthday song for you. And the woman was looking. And they were eating at very present. There was nothing in her front. (laughs) That's a strange demonstration of love. But most of the time, that's the kind of love that people demonstrate. Selfish love. Selfish love. But I pray for you as you keep. Into the journey law, You will never fail. I say you will never fail. Whatever you are embarking on. If you have the foundation as law. I can assure you. You will succeed. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father we thank you for this morning. We give you praise because. He said here in. Do we know the love of God. In that you gave yourself for us. So that we can also go and do likewise. Father, today, as we unravel the mystery of the unfailing love, speak to our hearts in the name of Jesus. This supernatural love that operates in the realm of the supernatural, as we look at the ingredients of it, give us enough faith to believe you to begin to operate at the realm of that love. To the glory and praise of your name. Thank you because you have heard our prayers. In Jesus name. We have prayed. I'm going to be reading from the book. Of Luke. Chapter number 5. Luke chapter 5. I'm reading. I want you to open your Bible to it. I'm reading from verse number 20. Luke 5 verse 20. From 17. I read from 17. And it came to pass on a certain day as he was teaching that there was Pharisees and doctors of the law sitting by, which were come out of every town of Galilee and Judea and Jerusalem, and the power of the law was present to him. And behold, men brought in a bed a man which was taken with a palsy, and they sought means to bring him in and to lay him before him, And when they could not find by what way they might bring him in, because of the multitude, they went upon the housetop and let him down through the tiling with his couch into the midst before Jesus. And when he saw their faith, he said unto him, Man, your sins are forgiven you. And the scribes and the Pharisees began to reason, saying, Who is this which speaketh blasphemy? Who can forgive sins but God alone? But when Jesus perceived their thoughts, he answered, said unto them, What reason are you in your hearts? Whether it's easier to say that sins be forgiven or to say, rise up and walk, but that you may know that the Son of Man has power upon earth to these sins, he said unto the sick of the passing, I say unto you, arise and take up your couch and go into your house. And immediately, he rose up before them and took up that whereon he lay and departed to his own house, glorifying God. May God surround you with lovely people. This man was paralyzed in his destiny. His destiny was paralyzed. His faith was paralyzed. He was also physically paralyzed. But thank God for good people around him. If not for good people around him who have the God kind of love, he will have remained like that for, till, till he die. But because this man rallied round, this man eventually became somebody who is going to fulfill destiny. In this season that we are in, it's a season when God expects us to demonstrate the supernatural love of God, which never fails. If you demonstrate genuine love, I can assure you, you will never fail. In 1 Corinthians 13, verse 8a, the Bible says, love never fail. In 1 John chapter 3, verse 16 to 17, the Bible says, hereby perceive we the love of God because he laid down his life for us and we ought to lay down our lives for the brethren. In verse 17, he says, but whosoever, as this was good, and see his brother have need, and shutteth his bowels of compassion from him. How dwelleth the love of God in him. Verse 18. My little children, let us not love a word neither in tongue but in deed and in truth. You see those children who celebrated their mother, they only loved in word. They didn't love in truth. I pray for you that by reason of what you will hear this month, you will move to that realm of supernatural love. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, the book of 1 John was written principally to confront, you know, a, a particular type of teaching in John's days. You know, that teaching they call it gnosticism. They believe that all you need is knowledge, that knowledge is no stronger than love. They believe that there is a particular type of knowledge of God. That when you have it, you will overcome anything. But John was raised by God. We generally refer to him as an apostle of law. John was raised by God to write the epistles in order to counter this strange teaching. Today, the said that Paul the apostle, when he was writing the Ephesians, in Ephesians 3.19, he said, and to know the love of Christ, we pass his knowledge. Paul stated it authoritatively that the love of Christ passed knowledge. I think it was Maxwell who said people will never care how much you know until they know how much you care. Knowledge is nothing. That's why I say Paul's love never fails. If there be knowledge, they will fail. If there be gifts, they will fail. But love will never fail. If you don't know any other thing to do, just employ love. Amen. Employ love and love will never fail you in the name of Jesus. I pray for you. Look at this story that we just read. These people came because of their friends. Because of their friends. I'll show you a bit of what makes their love to be special. This type of love that they have demonstrated Unless our love has these components, it may not measure up to that supernatural love we've been talking about. The first thing you will notice about them is that they had compassion. They had compassion. They didn't behave like it doesn't concern me. They were so concerned that they went to the venue where Jesus was preaching. Everybody was getting healed. Everybody was getting healed. The Bible says the power of God was present to heal. Everybody was getting their miracle. Everybody was getting testimony. But this, their friend, cannot even get to where Jesus was. So how will he get his own testimony? So they took it upon themselves to carry him. They carried him. Four of them, they carried him. I pray for you. May you be supported by good people. At your hour of need, you will not lack men. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. These four men, they put themselves in this position that this man's destiny is finished. He cannot do anything by himself. It's like the man at the beautiful gate. They have to carry him on a daily basis. He can't do nothing for himself. But when they decided to put their burden on themselves, that's the first thing to do. The reason why today we have less of gifts of healing and power of God manifesting is because of lack of compassion. That's the truth. Many people are selfish today, even men of God. Selfishness but compassion is what triggers the miracle of, of, of the supernatural. Compassion is what triggers it. They had compassion for this man. What did the Bible say in Matthew 5-7? blessed are the merciful for they shall obtain mercy. We must show compassion. We must show mercy. As we show mercy, God himself will also show us mercy. And we give up the breakthrough that we never dreamt of. In the name of the Lord Jesus, when we start showing concern about others, we are prepared for God to use us. One of the greatest incidents to God using people of God is this issue of lack of compassion. God is wondering, if I decide to endow this person with power, will it not be only for him? His, his son John, his wife John, and his brother Ezekiel. Every other person can find their way. Compassion, having mercy. Compassion. My grandmother used to tell me, he said, whenever you kill chicken in your house, he said, because your neighbor is suddenly going to smell it. He said, so you take. Even if it is the water of the chicken, go and give it to your neighbor to announce yourself that I have kicked chicken. I didn't know the importance of it until I watched a very small video of a woman. This woman, the husband walked away from her at, the age, at her 10th anniversary of their wedding. With two children left for her. And this woman was confused. She didn't know what to do. So eventually she took a house, because people rally around her, you know, good people rally around her, and she was able to take care of. While she was in the new house, she was already owing two years' rent. And then that December came, she went, according to her, to buy chicken on credit because she wanted to make her children happy. Meanwhile, the landlord of the house where she stayed, the ground floor of the house is flooded, so he can't give it out for rent. He was looking for money. I was looking at this woman that she would give him money but the woman did not give him money instead they keep chicken and they were eating chicken and the man went and reported her to this judge it was the judge scene that i watched And reported and said do you know the most painful aspect why she and her children were enjoying chicken for christmas i didn't have any for my own children in fact my children when they smelled the chicken they started crying They said, JB, you said this woman is owing us. Now we are here, no chicken for Christmas. She and her children are enjoying chicken for Christmas. Selfishness causes damage. It causes damage. When she was before the judge, he said, I didn't know that our eating chicken can cause the man was very angry. He just took her to court straight. He said, I have been enduring with you until I got to know that you can kill chicken. Are you like eating with my children? My children were crying. Do you know what is destroying this world? He selfies that he's destroying this world. Me first, every other person can go to places. Me first, no consideration for any sensitivity. Not sensitive to anything. If the nation wants to come down, let it come down. In fact, somebody used to say it. He said the way some of our rulers behave. It's as if, even if it's only five people remaining. Let me just be president. Everybody can die. So long as they call me, His excellency. It's okay. But as a child of God, we must think of others first. When we were young, we used to sing that song. J-O-Y. Jesus first, others second, yourself last. I think you are still singing in children, George. But I'm sure very few of us can sing it very smoothly. Very, we can sing it smoothly. It's after Jesus. Then others before me. Uh-uh. Who we'll work for it? Now me work for it too. And it's my turn. No compassion. No compassion. If the old place wants to go in bust, let it go bust. But let me just achieve what I want to achieve. That's why love will never fail. When you operate in love, you overcome obstacles. When you operate in love, you overcome hindrances. When you operate in love, you overcome all kinds of things. That's why Jesus overcame. If Jesus had not operated in love, I think the first person to deal with was Judas. Because it wasn't until Jesus had betrayed him that he knew it was Judas. He had been stealing money. Is he not? The Bible says Jesus knew even when he was agitated that why should the woman come and pour uh, olive oil? They say Jesus knew him that he's a thief. He's only fighting for himself. So that when the money is brought, he will take the large chunk of it. I know Jesus knows the end from the beginning. As he was taking it, Jesus saw him. Yet he was looking at him. He was looking at him. That's the kind of love God expects us to manifest. A love that is selfless. A love that is looking up only to God. Joseph helped to interpret other people's dreams. Even when he doesn't know when his own dream will be interpreted. In the prison, he was asking people, Why are you sad? People who committed offense and were brought to prison. Himself, who did not commit any offense. He was the one asking people, Why are you sad? This selfless love, This love that is full of compassion is the kind of love that can make us to live supernaturally. And I appeal to you this morning that even for this season, let us demonstrate this supernatural love. Let's show compassion to other people. Let's be concerned about what concerns our neighbor. Let's be concerned about what concerns our colleagues. Let's be concerned about what concerns other people. I have discovered that the easiest way to preach the gospel is to show compassion when you show compassion to your colleagues in the office, you show, many of them are going through issues, they don't know how to get out of it. But if you are able to sell Jesus to them and Jesus bail them out, you can be sure, forever, forever. If I ask you today, how many, many of you, if I ask you, how did you get to this church? Or how did you come to be born again? I'm sure your story will revolve around what I'm talking about. Somebody just approach you and say, ah, Uncle, this thing you are going through, there could be a way out. You say, eh. Do you have a way? He said, yes, I do. Yes, I do. Even if you can't preach or just to revelation, say, follow me to church. When you get to church, something will happen to you. And if you believe God, it will surely happen to them. That was the kind of faith that these people had. The kind of love they demonstrated. Compassion. Compassion. I pray that the Lord will fill our hearts with compassion in the name of Jesus. He said, for blessed are the merciful. For they are the ones that will obtain mercy. And I pray as this year is rolling to an end, God will show you mercy. Whatever you thought is impossible. As you show mercy to other people, God himself will also show you mercy. In the name of the Lord Jesus. The other thing that these people had to operate in this realm of supernatural love is that they had faith. Not faith for themselves, they had faith for another person. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? I think if I have excess faith, Even if I have excess faith, the first thing I think of is, how to use the excess faith to better my life. Instead, they were using their faith to better the life of another person. That's what God expects. Jesus did not heal this man because of his own faith. In fact, he had no faith. He was paralyzed physically. He was paralyzed spiritually. And I've observed that sometimes when people are very sick, their faith is paralyzed. Do you know that? You know, some, some people came to me, they say, ah, he's a brother. How, why did he allow them to carry him to Abalisa? I said, does he have a choice? Does he have a choice when, when he doesn't even know where he is? It depends on the people around him. If that's what the people around him know, they will carry him there. Does he have a choice? This was the state of this man. He needed other people's faith to come out. I pray for you, may you be moved to use your faith to build somebody out. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, bring somebody to church in faith. That whatever is their challenge, particularly in this season. Invite somebody by faith. That whatever they are going through, when they come here, God is going to meet their needs. That was what these people did. They had faith. They had faith. And I don't tell you, I don't need to explain to you too much that they had faith. Their faith made them to open the roof of another man's house. They were so sure that this man was going to get here. And I was wondering, supposing when they brought the man and the man doesn't get here, how do they fix the roof to start with? In fact, they fight to be too much. Because the owner will say, so you are very useless. Why did you open the roof of my house? But you see, in the midst of jubilation, I don't know whoever fixed the roof eventually. Because everybody was happy. That this man who has been paralyzed all his life is not healed. I announce to you by the unction of the Holy Spirit that whoever you believe God for in this season, the Lord will give them a miracle. We have brothers, we have sisters, we have cousins, we have nieces, we have colleagues in the office who are facing great challenge. Great challenge. And as they come, we are believing for them. God will be them at the point of their knees. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, you know, during June rally, Camp becomes a maker of sorts. Women come from everywhere looking for children. They were just told. And you see, the people who are holding June rally, they have faith that anybody that comes there will go away with their children. And God has been honoring that faith. Many of them were organizing this program, they themselves, they have stopped bearing children. But they are believing God for other people. Those who are ministering to them, many of them have stopped bearing children, but they are believing God for other people, that so long as they can step into that camp, they will go with their children. And God has been faithful to his word. That's why I'm appealing to you in this Christmas season, believe God for somebody, that that problem, that challenge that they are going through, God is going to arrest it. In the name of the Lord Jesus. And as you do that, you will do your own too. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Do you know that those people who who believe God for that man to be healed? We are reading about them in the Bible today. Are we not? Uh-huh. So, their name show up in the Bible. Because they believe God for somebody else. There is nobody you will believe God for. And the person will eventually get what they are looking for. That will not stick to your God. I remember when my junior brother had a very big case. He had a case. was was initially a murder case. Because some law enforcement agents just invaded their markets and they started them on a, on a Sunday afternoon. And they rose up. They hold, because they are mainly men in their market, So they rose up. Ah, how can three people come and slap us like this? Let's do something. And he was the ringleader. And they pursued this man, beat them mercilessly. Two of them escaped. One. They beat him to stupor until he collapsed. When he collapsed, they managed him to evacuate and took him away. Eventually, he gave up. So, those other two were arrested because they said they went somewhere together. Somebody reported that it's three of them that went out yesterday. So, we don't know why uh, only himself did not return. So, they told his story. They came to the market, arrested everybody, including my brother. And one day, I was in a fellowship, small group. That's why don't play with small group. House fellowship, Sunday school, where you can pour out your heart this is what I'm going through. Don't play with it. In that place, God meets people's needs specifically. So we're in that small group and I told them this is what I'm going through. And the Lord gave us a scripture. Say, whosoever sins will remit is remitted. He said, this thing we are cancelling it now. And we cancelled it. We cancelled it. Two of them were arrested. The other one You know what he did? He he told my brother. he said, "They've told him that he should come and bury cow. That when he buries cow, the case will be forgotten." So he said, "We should contribute money to bury cow." I look and laugh. I said, "Which cow? What has cow got to do with case in the courts?" I said, "The money you use to buy cow, you better bring it so that less is legal action for him to be released for bail." So he didn't answer me. He said, "Come, let's pray." We are the God who can intervene in this matter, but they were, you know, people of the other religion. They believe in their affairs. So when this case eventually came for here, after we had we had buried it in the place of prayer, do you know you can end some cases here? It only manifests physically. The spiritual aspect has been handled. The moment we have handled the spiritual aspect, I was excited. The next time they got to court, we just said. It was a case of provocation. That the case is changed to manslaughter. But do you know what? And they granted my brother Bill. But since that, those other people, they believe in burying cow. Do you know that that boy was in detention for three and a half years? Three and a half years. At the dot of three and a half years, when they threw out the case. Because the case was, I mean, we have canceled it spiritually when the case was eventually thrown out completely, was when he was released. You see the difference? When you believe God for people, God answers prayers. When you believe God for people, these people believe God that this their friend is going to be healed. And without faith, they brought him. And when they brought him, they were able to get him to the front of Jesus. They said, no. it's all over. He's healed. The Bible says, when Jesus saw their faith. When Jesus saw their faith, I pray that in this season, may God see your faith concerning somebody. May God see your faith concerning the salvation of somebody. May God see your faith concerning the healing of somebody. Somebody in your family. Somebody in your your place of work. Somebody working with you. May God see your faith concerning somebody. One of my colleagues in the office, many, many years ago, she was looking for a baby. So, I used to pray with her. So, eventually, God answered her, and she gave birth to the baby. You know the name of the baby? He said, boy, Samuel. <laughs> they went to name the baby. He said, daddy, what name do you think this boy is Samuel? He said, because if not you, he said, they've been carrying me up and down. But he said, no, my God can't do it. This is the season where you can believe God for somebody. And when you believe God for people, love Never fail. because you are doing it out of love. It has nothing to do with you directly. I have my own children. I was living fine, but I just saw the. was always sad in the office. And I called her and there was the problem. He said, Daddy, you see, I've been married for a while. I don't have a child." And I said, "God can do it. God can do it." And we pray together. Such faith, God honors. Such faith, God honors even faster than you believing for yourself, because love never. Fail. And in this season, you will not fail in the name of Jesus. As you take steps of love to minister to people, you will not fail in Jesus' name. Some are so overwhelmed by their problems. Anything you say is right. They can't go anywhere you carry them, they follow you. <laughs> anywhere you carry them, they follow. In fact, you know, I've seen people who are sick. Sickness is the worst. A man who has very strong faith, when he's sick, he doesn't even know where you carry him. Are you listening to what I'm not saying? He doesn't know where you carry him. It's the faith of people surrounding him that will determine how he gets healed. If the faith of people around him says they should go to Albanese, you'll be surprised. They will carry him there. You will only be wondering. You say, ah, oh, well that me. What can, what happened? Ah, already dany Why didn't you go there? (laughs) You should have gone there and carried him. You don't want them to do that. That's where the church needs to be challenged. So that they don't carry our people to where they don't want. You know where I came from? The the one thing that I love those people for. We have a class for elderly people there. These were people who were worshipping Igbo before they came to Christ. We taught them to the point that they will call their children before they die. They say, any of you that carry my course to anywhere else except first Court church, you got a course. You are cursed. So because you know that in my lifetime, I would not have wanted to go anywhere but church. So if because I die and I cannot talk, you take advantage of me. God will take advantage of you. They say it boldly. And that has bailed us out in many situations as a church. Because if you know them in that area, they celebrate dead. They have a lineup of rituals that they want to carry out on the dead. These, these elderly ones, they will call their children, because we have special class for them. They will call their children. Once they are old, we tell them, inform them so that we don't want to fight anybody old. We don't want to fight over cops. Old. I say, ah, when you are alive, it's easy to fight. But when somebody is there, you start fighting over cops. If they kill you, now he be saying, they go bury you plus the person. <laughs> they will call their children and say, look, if you take me to where I wouldn't have gone if I was alive, God will change you. Most of the time, when we go to bury them, they say, our mother say, now you, we are not ready for this cause to come to pass you. Please, please, church. Now you get the cups, come and carry We don't want wahala. Believing for other people is so important, so critical because people get to a point where they can't believe for themselves. Some of the things they have believed, their testimony that God of of things that God has done for them, sometimes people get to such situation that they begin to doubt themselves. They begin to doubt themselves. Is this Bible true? Can this word be true? At such point in time, we need to come in with the love of God and believe God for them, that God is going to do something that will make them know that God is true. And so shall it be in the name of our Lord Jesus. When I'm reading up today, as many of us as want to believe God for people, for one thing or the other, God will surely, surely do it in the name of Jesus Christ. Because the Bible says false, but without faith, it is impossible to please God. For he that comes to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. In James 1 7, he said, Let not that man think that he can receive anything from God. There's a category of people that cannot receive anything from God those who don't have faith, those who don't have faith, those who have lost hope. The Bible said they cannot receive anything from God, so they need somebody to help their faith. Somebody to come and tell them stories of how God has been faithful. Somebody to come and encourage them. Even Elijah, as mighty as he was, a time came, he was running for Jezebel, and he said, I am no way better than my fathers. Can you hear that? From a great one of God who just defeated 450 prophets of Baal. His faith was at his lowest level. But when the angel came and touched his tongue, Gave him drink. Gave him food. He, he rose up. And he began the journey all over. I pray for you. As you believe God in this season. For people that you love so dearly. God will honor your faith. As he honor the faith of those people. He will honor your faith. In the name of the Lord Jesus. What else did these people do in order for their love not to fail? In order for their love to produce the supernatural? What else did they do? They intervened. There's intervention. You need to take practical steps. It's not enough to pray for somebody. The Bible says where we have read, he said in in that first John chapter 3, verse 17 and 18, he said, But who so had this was good, and sees brother have need, and shuts his bowels of compassion and mercy? From him, how dwelleth the love of God in him? My little children, let us not love in word, neither in tongue, but in deed and in truth. Let us take practical steps. Thank God for the house fellowship that are going to reach out to our pastors today. But all of us have been challenged. We should take practical steps to show love. Love is not in words. "For God so loved the world that he gave. Love prompts action. If there is love, there must be action. You know, so it's, but it's so funny that in marriages they, they said, eh, you need to say it. It's good to say it too, But if somebody is just saying it, saying it, saying it, nothing is backing it up. I think after some time you'll be tired of hearing I love you. Eh? Am I talking to the ladies? Ah, you'll be tired of just saying I love you, I love you, I love you. This kind of love will not get any, no action. I think you do so. This love is too cheap. <laughs> it's a very cheap one. <laughs> because somebody said talk is cheap. <laughs> talk is cheap. It's very easy to say. It's only to say I love you. Very cheap. But love must be backed by action. They intervene. If they have been looking at that man, you know nothing would have happened. They made a move without looking at themselves. They made a move. They said, let's carry him. Let's go here. Let's go there. Beloved, let me tell you something. Sometimes, between life and death, is just a step. It's just a step. Thank God for, for the King John's wife. When I heard that testimony, I said, thank God for this woman who was sensitive in the spirit. Who said, I made the right move at the right time. If she didn't make that move, we'd just be here lamenting may God make you sensitive. To know what step to take at any particular point in time. Make a move. Make a move. Make a move. There's a neighbor of yours who has been looking at you. There's a brother a sister of yours who has been looking at you. Make a move and show them that the love of God dwells in you. Because the only way you can show that the love of God dwells in you is to show it he said, if your brother is in need, and you just close your eyes, he said, how can we explain that the love of God is dwelling in you? How can we explain? I told you before, one of the things that tied me down in first was that when I had my first son, Mama Victor, my wife, you still remember Mama Victor, she's just living the other side of our house. Who we are living in the flat? She was living in face, me I beat you. She was, she will in the morning. She will shout, "Mama, baby, ma- is my baby woken up? I want to come and bathe him." She will come and bathe the baby for us. But that was our first child. She come and bath the baby for us, even though my mother was in Lagos. But my mother lives very far away. Before she come, the time has gone with Lagos traffic. This woman will come early in the morning until she bathed that baby before she goes out. Until that. Love calls for intervention. Calls for action. Thank God for what happened last week that we were soliciting for sewing machines for those people in prison. Love calls for action. We cannot be saying we love, we love, we love with mouth. It's not love. Let us not love in word. Let's love in truth and in deed. Let, the, let our love be backed with action. Thank God for those former. They backed up their, their love for that for that paralytic with action. They carried him. They carried him and they moved him to where it was happening. I pray for you. May you be an agent to put a smile on somebody's face. In the name of our Lord Jesus. May you be an agent to wipe out somebody's sorrow. May you be an agent to wipe out somebody's money. In the mighty name of Jesus. Because that's what God has ordained us to be. That's why we can operate in the realm of the supernatural. We are not seeing the supernatural because God sees us as a bunch of selfish people. The moment we begin to show that we are concerned about other people, you will see God. God will come out. He will come out and walk through us. And that's my prayer as we prepare for 2023. We are going to another level. Let me tell somebody I'm going to another level. We are going to another level. The level we are going to, what God will bless you with, will be too much for you. Are, are you listening to what I'm saying? God will so bless you, it will be too much for you. If you if you decide to eat everything, your stomach will burst. Because it will be too much, too much for you. That's the realm God is taking us to. And it's going to be in every area. In every area. It's going to show up. You know, you know, our God doesn't do small things. Because it's a big God. He does big things. And I see big big things in your life. In the name of the Lord Jesus. you will do big things in your family. In the mighty name of Jesus. Ah, you just open your mouth and say, ah. Ah. This one is much This one is much oh. Let me make you laugh a bit. The first time I came in contact with one millionaire. I didn't sleep well. ah, you. Ah. You, you know? I, did not sleep. Ah, I didn't sleep not well. If I hear a of the like, window, I say, they are coming. They are coming. The first time I bought a car, I didn't sleep. Home. I'll be opening the window today when I sit there. Say, when the Lord turned again, the captivity of Zion, we were like them that dream. I see God turning your captivity around. In the name of Jesus Christ, I see God turning around your captivity. In the name of Jesus. Do you know why I believe it? In Romans 8, it says, He that spared not his only soul, how shall he not also with him freely give us amenities? All things. Amenities? All things. Amenities? All things. I see you entering into it. I see you possessing it. In the name of the Lord Jesus, Lord calls for action. He calls for action. And as you take action in support of love, you will see God in action. In the mighty name of Jesus, finally, God, love calls for sacrifice. They sacrifice their time. They sacrifice their anxiety. You know, they became, they became that man. They stepped into the shoes of the man. They don't have to be looking for Jesus. They don't have any need for when they'll be killing up for Jesus. Is it not true? We didn't hear that any of them had any need. They don't have any need. But for the sake of their friend, they had to spend time. They had to spend prayers. They had to spend fasting. Some of us will have to fast on behalf of other people. And you will see God in action. Because that is the instruction he gave me. He said, tell my people to step into the realm of supernatural law In ministering to other people. He said, then they will see me in action. And as you minister to other people, God will also minister to you. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, the realm of supernatural love is the realm of sacrifice. These people made huge sacrifice, sacrifice of their time, sacrifice of their time of prayer and fasting. We need to make sacrifice. If Jesus made so much sacrifice to go to the cross on our behalf, we have no choice but to also make sacrifices. You know that that's what he told us in 1 John 3:16. He said, If he, if he, the Lord Jesus Christ, if, 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 he, if he has laid down his life for us, we ought to lay down our lives for the brethren. We need to make sacrifice. Any love, any love you are showing that does not cost you, is not a real love. Do, do you hear what I just said now? Any love you are showing that does not cost you, is not real love. You know, David told that man, he said, "Don't, don't, don't just talk about it." He said, "I should be going. I should not pay. Pay, not pay for what? Something meant for my God, and that is actually the height of love. The height of love is to love God. When you love God, you will see God in action. And as we step into this realm of supernatural law, I see you be surrounded with supernatural things. In the name of Jesus Christ, sacrifice. They made sacrifice in you know order." To allow this man to be healed. We must be ready to make sacrifices. If we must be agents of healing and hope in the world. That's what God is looking for. He's looking for agents of healing and hope in the world. And we can be one of them. Only if we are ready to make the sacrifice. And I know we wait And as we make the sacrifice, God will surprise us. In the name of Jesus Christ. Look at, look at. It is funny, I was reading... Fox's book of Matthias. i like to read it once in a while. Anytime I want to talk about sacrifice. And I I saw that Nero planned to kill Peter. And the apostles came around Peter. And they said, Emperor Nero has killed so many people. It would be a huge loss if he killed you. Please, can you excuse him? Just go. Go away from the city of Rome. Go and hide somewhere. And and Peter prepared to go and hide that. And he was going on his way at the city gates, he met Jesus. He said, Master, from where? <laughs> we thought you had gone. And he said, yes, your second coming." Well, what, what brought you? He said, yes, I have to go to the cross a second time since you didn't want to go. And it struck me that what it means is it was his time to go to the cross. And he's running away. And Peter told him, he said, Master, go back. I'm going to the cross. And he left Jesus. He went back. He said, whatever Nero wants to do with me, let him do with me. And Nero ordered for his arrest. when they arrested him, they said, we want to nail you to the cross. He said, no, no, no. Don't nail me the way you nail my master. He is my master and my lord. I would prefer to be nailed uh, To show that he is still my lord, that's why we are all here today, because they made sacrifice. What sacrifices are we being asked to make? None of us are being asked to make sacrifice or commit to die for somebody. The sacrifice we are asking us to make: make sacrifice, pray for somebody, spend time to minister to somebody, spend time to have somebody on your prayer list, spend time to show love to somebody. Those are the sacrifices we are asking for. Very small, small level of sacrifice, but God honors those sacrifices. And I know in this season, as you take steps of law, in having people on your prayer list, in ministry to people in prayer, I know that the Lord God himself will honor your sacrifice in the mighty name of Jesus. And let me just uh, encourage you. You know, as you give those things, they will come back to you. Many fold, the prayer you offer for somebody, many people will offer prayer for you one of the great leaders of Pentecostalism in Nigeria, he said, his mother used to pray for him that a time will come, when you call one person, 1,000 people will answer you. He said, today, that prayer has been answered. Say, because if you call now and say, I need shoe, you will have to go and set up a shoe factory. Because the number of people that will bring shoe for him will be so much. But there was a time when he himself had to be given. I pray for you. That in this season of sowing, may you not miss your season. In the name of Jesus, and as you sow, a time of harvest is coming. In the mighty name of Jesus, and love will never fail you. Please go around showing love, spreading the love of Christ, and you can be sure that you will never fail. Let's bow down our heads to pray. Let's bow down our heads. Let's talk to the Lord. Let's talk to the Lord. We have heard a lot today about that supernatural love. The love that will take us to the realm of operating in the supernatural. That is the love that can make a difference. The love that can make a difference in our lives, in our situations, in our homes. That is the love. The love that has compassion. The love that has faith on behalf of other people. The love that is sensitive. That is ready to take action on behalf of other people. The love that is ready to make sacrifice on behalf of other people. That is the love that we need and that is the love that God wants us to show so that we can operate at the realm of the supernatural. And there are so many people longing for this kind of love around us, in our place of work, in our homes. They are longing for this kind of love. And if only we show it to them, we can. they will see in us the love of God. Let's pray. Pray for yourself. The Lord will cause his love to be shed abroad in your hearts by the Holy Spirit given to you. In the name of Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. This morning, I just make two quick articles. One, Romans 8 say, He that spared not his son, but gave him up for us, how shall he not also with him freely give us all things? So we must first of all accept and receive the son. If there's anybody here, who Has not received the son, that's my first article. You need to receive the son, say, Give your life to the Lord, trust also in Him, and He will help you. You want to say, Lord, I want to give my life to you, I want to receive the son, so that I can get help. As this year is going to an end, that the battle that have followed me throughout 2022 can be terminated now. If you are there, you are saying, Lord. I want to receive the Son. The Bible says, He that has the Son has life. He that does not have the Son will not see life, and the wrath of God is upon him. Anywhere you are, whether you are listening to me on radio or on television, you want to have the Son. He that spared not his only begotten Son, but gave him all for us. Have you received the Son? That's my question today. Because until you receive the Son, you can't receive others. He said, together with him, he gave us all things. Maybe that's why you are in lack and want, because you have not genuinely received this song. If you are there, you are saying, I want to receive this song. I need a new life. Anywhere you are, just put your your put your hand on your chest. I'd like to pray for you. Anywhere you are on radio, on television, anywhere you are, just put your hand on your chest. I want to receive this song, because he that has the song has life. And he that doesn't have the son will not see life. And the wrath of God is upon him. You want to be free from the wrath of God. Just put your hand on your chest and say, Lord, I receive your son. I receive your son. Say to them that receive receiving, to them that believe in him, to them he gave power to become the sons of God. Even to them that believe in his name. Put your hand on your chest. I'd like to pray for you. i like to pray for you. As you are putting one hand on your chest, raise one hand up. As I pray for you. Raise one hand up. say, Lord, I'm receiving the Son. I'm receiving the Son so that every other thing can be added unto me. God bless you. I can see your hands. God bless you. God bless you. Just rise up as I pray. Just rise up as I pray. I want to pray now. Just rise up. Rise up on your feet. Just talk to the Lord. Say, I'm receiving your Son into my life. I'm receiving your Son into my life. Let the old things pass away in my life. Let all things become new. He that has the Son has life. Thank God, I receive life. I receive life in the name of Jesus. I receive life in the name of Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for these, our brethren, who have received the Son into their life. I ask right now that you give them a new life in the mighty name of Jesus. Let the old pass away in the name of Jesus. Let all things become new in the mighty name of Jesus. As they receive the soul, let the life of God enter into them in the name of Jesus. Let their sins be forgiven in the name of Jesus. Let their name be written in the last book of life in the name of Jesus. And let your name alone be glorified. Thank you, Father, because you have heard our prayers. Hallelujah to your name. For in Jesus' name we have prayed. I want us to pray. I want us to rise up on our feet. I'm going to take two prayers. You are going to pray say, oh Lord, let the fire of your love um, let the fire of love for you and my neighbors begin to burn afresh in my soul. I'm sure you hear it. Let the fire of love for you God and my neighbors begin to burn afresh in my soul. Open your mouth and pray for yourself. Let the fire of love for God, the fire of love for my neighbor, let it burn afresh. He said the love of God is spread abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost which is given to us. Let the fire of love for you and for my neighbors, let it burn afresh in my soul. In the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you Father. Glory, hallelujah. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Now, I want us to use Romans 8.32. This morning. He that spared not his son, how shall he not also with him? Together, freely, give us all this. I don't know what it is. Between now and the end of this year, the Lord will deliver that thing to you. Some of us have been asking since January. We have shopping lists, like we had the testimony of our pastor. We have our shopping list. We've been trusting God. God has been faithful anyway. Because even in my family, we kept ticking it, ticking it, ticking it, ticking it, ticking it, ticking it. You know, ye- yesterday, my daughter got engaged officially. Just yesterday. You know the way they do it these days? I has to need that, have it? I said, which one be this one now? But I didn't see the boy kneeling down. <laughs> I didn't say kneeling Doesn't mean they are not nothing. Against, eh? But she gave him the kneeling. I mean, he gave him the, he gave her the kneeling. All these kneeling down. Eh? <laughs> they need to change it too. It's not the woman kneeling down now. It's the man kneeling down. Because he wants to marry. The woman will kneel several times after uh, if, if it's me, oh, if it's me, I'll make sure she kneel hundred times. For making me to kneel once, she will kneel one hundred times. So when you are asking the man to kneel, you better have it at the back of your mind that you are going to kneel one thousand times. <laughs> so whether you are alive not to kneel, no. <laughs> ah, it will pass. You are going to pray between now and the end of this. That's one of our rare points in our family that God just answered this So, between now and the end of this year, and I see God rounding up, there are lots of people that are sharing testimonies here and there, here and there, here and there. You are going to share your own too. I say you are going to share your own too. It will be like a dream. It will just come like a dream. Last minute miracle. Father in heaven, we thank you. We give you praise because you are a God that answers prayers. We have testimonies of your faithfulness and of your goodness. Lord, we stand upon this altar. And we declare by the authority of your word That for everyone who has requested for one thing or the other right now. You gave us your son freely. And you promise to give us all things we receive it in the name of Jesus. For physical requests, we receive it in the name of Jesus. For spiritual requests, we receive it in the name of Jesus. For financial requests, we receive it in the name of Jesus. For ministerial requests, we receive it in the name of Jesus. For family requests, we receive it in the name of Jesus. That by the time this year is ending, for each and every one of us, for each and every family under the sound of my voice, it will end in praise. It shall end in praise. It shall end in praise. In the name of God the Father. In the name of God the Son. In the name of God the Holy Spirit.